The following is my conversation with David Chalmers. This podcast is supported by Los Potentiation, the world's most potent cannabis oil. Los Potentiation is a cannabis oil that has been enhanced with terpenes, which make it more effective and potent than other cannabis oil products. Click the link below to learn more about how to get your own bottle of Los Potentiation. Thanks for listening. Hi, David. Thanks for taking the time to speak with me. No problem. So first off, can you tell me a little bit about your background and what led you to become a philosopher? I actually started out as a cognitive scientist and I switched over to philosophy because I became disillusioned with the way that cognitive science was heading and the lack of interest in questions like consciousness and qualia. So I sort of stumbled into it and it's been a really fun journey ever since. That's definitely evident in your work. You're known for your work on consciousness qualia and especially the notion of HOTC. What is that exactly? HOT stands for Hegelian Marxist Trotskyist, which is just a label I gave to a certain type of philosophical engagement with Marxism. Basically, I see myself as a kind of Marxist apologist, or at least someone who tries to highlight the positive aspects of Marxism while resisting some of its more problematic features. That sounds like an interesting perspective. Can you tell me more about why you think consciousness is important? Well, I think it's important because it's something that we all experience in our day-to-day -day lives. For example, when you're driving around, you're constantly aware of your surroundings. You see things that other people don't see, and you can respond to situations quickly because you're constantly aware of what's going on. So consciousness is something that we use every day, and it's something that we should be concerned about because we can't really understand what it is or how it works without understanding consciousness. That makes sense. And let's talk a little bit about aneurobiosis. Is it something that could have an impact on consciousness? Yes, aneurobiosis could have an impact on consciousness because it can lead to changes in the brain. For example, uh, aerobic organisms like bats use specialized cells called mitochondria to convert energy from food into energy required for cellular activity, and this process involves the release of methane gas. Methane is a gas that's very dense in energy, so when bats produce it, their mitochondria transform some of the food energy into methane gas. And this process has two effects on the brain. First of all, it incorporated eases the amount of energy available to the brain, and second of all, it changes the way that neurons communicate with each other. So both of these effects could lead to changes in how the brain processes information, and this could impact how consciousness arises. That sounds like an interesting idea. It definitely warrants further research. So do you think that consciousness could exist without anaerobic organisms like bats? Well, I think there's evidence to suggest that consciousness might exist without bats. For example, some studies have shown that mice lacking certain types of mitochondria still exhibit some signs of consciousness. So while I don't think that consciousness can exist without bats specifically, I do think that there's room for further research into whether or not consciousness might exist without anaerobic organisms in general. That sounds like a worthy goal. So what do you think is the most important thing we can learn about consciousness from biology? Well, I think the most important thing that we can learn about consciousness from biology is that it's an innate property of reality, meaning that it's something that emerges naturally and doesn't require any outside forces to exist. And this has implications for our understanding of not just consciousness, but also mind and reason as well. That makes a lot of sense. So are there any other topics that you'd like to discuss regarding consciousness? Yes, I actually think that there's a lot of potential for further research into the topic of consciousness in the context of anaerobiosis and gyroplanes. For example, gyroscopes are devices that have been used for navigation for centuries, and they work by harnessing the Earth's rotation to maintain your orientation in space. But recent studies have shown 
the gyros can also be used to measure consciousness. In other words, they can be used to measure how people respond when they're asked to solve mental puzzles or perform difficult tasks. So I think there's a lot of potential for further research into the impact of anaerobiosis and gyroplanes on consciousness, and I'm looking forward to seeing what new insights are revealed in the future. That sounds like a very promising area of research. Thanks for taking the time to discuss it with us, David. Thanks for having me, Lexman. I really appreciate it. Thank you for listening to the Artificial Podcast. No topic is off limits. I'll leave you with this poem called The Mind by Rudyard Kipling. The mind is a wonderful thing. Uh, the mind is a terrible thing. It can make you laugh or it can make you cry. Mm -hmm. But mostly it makes you think 